Focus. Focus up. Talking to you, Jim, out in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. What's going on? Thanks for watching. We are at episode 11. Can you believe it? I can. We have a phenomenal guest. We have the great co-host, Nick Monahan. He's the father of a now one-month, two-week-old child. Congratulations, Monahan. Very proud of you. That's phenomenal. On today's episode, we are going to talk about control, scooters, books, the 80s and 90s, motivation, and faith. All of that and much, much more on the Rubio Method. Big T, let it rain. Focus. Focus up. Welcome back to the Rubio Method, episode 11. Monahan, my man, I want you to spring some advice on us right now. You have one minute. Here is Minute with Monahan. Go. And here we are, guys. We've got a great one today. We're going to talk about control, influence, and concern. I want to look at it like this, this, and then this. So right here is your sphere of concern. It's stuff you care about, but you have no way to influence it. This might be the happenings in other departments in which you have strong connections or just areas in your life. And then for that smaller circle is the sphere of influence and stuff that you can guide through collaboration or different techniques with your friends or coworkers or any type of life situation that you're in. And then there's your sphere of control. And that's stuff that you can decide and control on your own. Um, and this is like managing products or just things in your life. And the reason why we talk about it is because a lot of times our, we allow our sphere of concern to help to demand our sphere of control. When in reality, like guys, there are things we can control or we have concern for, and that is good. But what we want to talk about today really quick is make sure you guys are focusing on, focusing on what you can control. Because a lot of times with mental health and the way things kind of spiral is we start trying grasping at things we can't control. Um, and then we just start to kind of lose it and get anxious. I want you guys to focus on what you can control today. Yeah, I love that, Mahan. Control what you can control. That's, that's a great one. And I think a lot of people, especially dudes, will benefit benefit a lot from that just because there's, there's only so much you can do, man. And you can't really worry about everything. And then when you start to worry about other things, that's when you, you basically implode. And we obviously don't want that. That was, that was a very good one, Mahan. I really like that one. Mahan, do we have some email questions? Yes, we do. Today we have some really good ones. The one that first one that I love, I'm going to hit into it. Whitney in Charlotte said, Monahan, I saw a tweet thread that you posted about your scooter accident. And I was wondering if you have residual injuries from it. And do you think that this is one of those everything happens for a reason moments that Rubio is always talking about? Um, yes, the answer, I say yes, but the answer is no. I didn't have any residual injuries. It's crazy. I think the biggest things that hurt were my hip flexors because I got hit behind, from behind like this. And then my forearms hurt because when I got hit, I was trying to hang on to my motor or my scooter. And so I went flying there. So I have no residual injuries from that, which is kind of crazy. It's a little scary. Um, and then uh, do I think that is one of those everything happens for a reason moments? Absolutely. I. It's crazy the situation that happened. But I definitely think that everything happens for a reason. And that was one of those situations where, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And it happened and changed the entire course of my life. 
Well, yeah, and I remember Monahan. Once you, because we obviously you went through the, my long snapping program. I've coached you forever. We've known each other, and we kind of talked a little bit before then. You know, about once every couple of months, just shooting stories, maybe sending a joke, a meme, doing whatever. And then you called me out of the blue and said, "Hey, Ruby, I got a nice camera. Do you mind if I come shoot your uh, camp in Chicago?" I'm like, "What the hell, Monahan? Sure, uh, yeah, but I'm not paying you. But yeah, you come out." And you came out and you were very aggressive with your photos. You're like diving on the ground, doing, you know, backflips. It was like Zoolander on steroids, basically all over the place. And then you showed me the photos after, because I was like, oh, what the hell Monahan's doing? He's got this nice camera. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then you gave me the photos after, like, Monahan, you're phenomenal. Like, you're very, very, very good. And I remember showing him to someone else. And they're like, yeah, dude, he's really good. Does he even know what he's doing? I go, I don't think he does, but he does. And now you're a professional photographer. You work for the Avs, uh, you, you, and it's spiraled into this monster of a career for you. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of didn't – I left this part out. I meant to add it is so when I got hit by – so I got hit by a car riding my moped to a hockey game in Minnesota. And with the money I got from that moped, I bought my first camera, which then got me to, again, photograph for Rubio. I photographed at the University of Missouri, got hired at Colorado State where I met my wife. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, the Avs won the uh, won the Stanley Cup the other day. So tomorrow, I'm gonna photograph the the, the parade. So it'll be awesome. Um, so next question: uh, I'm a college football player, and I'm wondering how you two deal with pressure situations. Rubio, how do you deal with it? Um, I think you need to find out number one what type of player and person you are, because there's certain people that thrive under pressure and the more pressure they're under the better they do and there's certain people that don't do very well under pressure and that's okay but you just need to learn how to calm yourself down in those moments what i used to do is i would make sure that i took myself out of the moment and made sure i understood that there was people that did the exact same thing before me and there'll be people that do it after me so i'd always say i'm not the first person to do this i'm not the last person to do that my hand what about you yeah, I would say stay within yourself. Stay true to who you are. You like Kevin Ballinger, a good friend of ours, once said uh, before one of your long snapping camps, he said, chances are you guys have all done this before. Um, and it cracked me up, but it's the truth. So like just stay within yourself. Don't let your your mind get, you know, too big for the for the moment and just let it rain. Nah, that so here we go next question monahan and rubio what was the last book that each of you guys have read i'll steal this one first i read a book called rework by the guys from Basecamp, uh which is a project management system and it just talks about business and how you can rework your business so that it's not you know this crazy frankenstein business but one that you can thrive in um, i love business books so that's that's why i got that one rubio what about you I read uh, with Be a Pro by uh, guest Jimmy Ferris. I think it was episode two or three. And then also Your Next Five Moves, a book by Patrick David, which was absolutely phenomenal. Great minute with Monahan. Great website questions. Remember, you can email us, Rubio, at therubiomethod.com. Continue to share all the links on YouTube, Amazon, Google, Spotify, and, of course, NGBN.TV. And make sure you subscribe. Big T. Let it rain. Hey, Chris, and hello to all the Rubio Method listeners and viewers. Welcome to NGBN.TV. My name is Charles Wallace, host of The Bear Essentials. What can I say? My kids call me Bear. This was just me three short years ago, 260 plus pounds. As you can see, I've made progress 
But like all of you, I am still a work in progress. How about we continue that progress together? Join me as I look to speak with guests who have an expertise in areas of fitness, mindset, mental health, and other topics or issues that impact older guys like me. Hell, sometimes our guests just have amazing, inspirational stories that you won't want to miss. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday on YouTube or Spotify. Actually, you can find The Bare Essentials on most major podcast platforms. Better yet, how about you join us on ngbn.tv? You'll find me there. Listen, here at The Bare Essentials, our motto is never hibernate on your goals. We're looking to build a community. It's actually more like a club. So when you're ready, come take the ride. See you soon. Military families often sacrifice precious time away from loved ones while serving our country. We were worried that with him leaving, that she would lose those connections with her dad. Some of life's best moments happen between parents, children, and the pages of a good book. United Through Reading provides that connection. And now, United Through Reading is also available to veterans. Learn more about United Through Reading at unitedthroughreading.org. Focus. Focus up. Welcome back to episode 11 of the Rubio Method. Make sure you keep sharing and subscribing. Spotify, Google, Amazon, YouTube, and of course, NGBN.TV. If you have any questions for myself or Monahan or the guest, you can eat com. Here we go. We've got Terry Crosby with us. Terry, thank you so much for opening up your afternoon for us. Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. I wouldn't... Uh... Wouldn't, wouldn't rather be anywhere else right now. We really appreciate it. Okay, who is Terry Crosby? Terry has been, this is now, you want to talk about a renaissance man, get ready for this. He's been a top wrestler, a DJ. He's been in the Air Force. He's a firefighter. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a grandfather. He's an Iron Man. And in my opinion, his best overall quality he is one of the greatest friends you will ever have. He's one of those oh, guys that you could be in Alaska. No, no. <laughs> you could be in Alaska. Hey, Terry, I'm in jail. Uh, I know you're in Georgia right now. Can you come get me within the next 48 hours? And this dude would figure out how to get you out of jail in Alaska. So, Terry, thanks again for coming out. We have three quick questions for you. All right. Okay, you and I are both very, very musical. Very, very musical people. We love to t talk about music and all that. I give you a magic wand. We've done this on the show before. I give you a magic wand. Terry, you go to any concert ever. Where are you going? Alive or dead? Doesn't Big matter. Difference. You magic wand, daddy. Magic wand, daddy. Okay. I go to <laughs> Eagle 86 Live, but um, Prince is opening up for them. And, oh, and, uh, and 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 Michael Jackson is the the surprise guest at the end. Wow, that's a concert. That, that's, one hell of a that's a good one. <laughs> I won. Here, you and I, yeah, you you and I were both basically, let's say, quote unquote, kids in the '80s in California. Tell me why '80s in the California in California were so great. Well, first of all, we didn't have safe spaces. And time out, and uh, you know, whatever we had, 
get outside before the air conditioner kicks in and don't come back in until the street lights come on. Oh, you need a drink? There's a garden hose out there. Um, if you fell and you didn't need to go to the hospital, then you didn't come home. Um, you, if your bike got a flat tire, you fixed it with the little scratchy thing and the glue or else you didn't ride your bike. If you needed gas for your mini bike, you went out and collected cans. Um, we didn't, you know, we, we went out, it was, we were the sandlot really. We, you know, during the summer we had all of our friends and we just hung, um, and you know, we could fight amongst ourselves, but any other, you know, baseball team comes then, you know, they played balls like a girl. So we, uh, you know, I, I just think we had a different, it was a different era. I don't want to say we were better or worse, but we were better. Um, and, you know, I mean, especially, you know, maybe we'll answer some better questions later. But, yeah, I, I just think it was because the era that we grew up in, um, we we played. We played outside. We got our, our knees skinned. Um, and I, I think maybe that's missing a little bit in, in today's day and age. I would, I would agree. Going back to the 80s and 90s in California one more time. If you could have a starring role with the Lakers or the Dodgers, who are you choosing? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> These are the hardest questions everyone else oh. is afraid to ask, baby. Let's go. Oh, oh, gosh. Um I, man, I, I, I gotta go just because of the aura. I gotta go Showtime, baby. Hey, I gotta I'm go Showtime. Even, even though, even though, I mean, Los Doyers and I mean, my favorite baseball player of all time was in that era of the, of the Dodgers, but Showtime Lakers, dude, come on, come on. I, I, I knew I'd get you with that question. All right, Terry, this show is obviously about men's health, men's mental health. We cover a lot of it. We try to cover it in different angles and ways. How do you motivate yourself? I mean, you started doing Ironman in your 40s, for the love of God. How do you motivate yourself? Um, you know, for me, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big person with, oh, tell me I can't. <laughs> okay. Let's see how that goes for you. Um, and when somebody, you know, when, and I, I think I mentioned this before, when I was in high school, we had a, a life sciences class and we had to do a, a bucket list, you know, at 20, at 30, at 40, at 50. And I said, one of the things I said by 50 was I wanted to do complete an Ironman and I wanted to run a marathon. It was just two things that, you know, and I mean, when I started training for Ironman, I was 242 pounds. And, you know, I mean, you've, you've been there, Rubio. Mm -hmm. um, it's that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of pounding. So I had to go through some things mentally, physically, emotionally. I had to get rid of my love for food. I had to, um, you know, I had to realize that I can't just go out and pound. I have to stretch. I have to do things for my body that at, you know, 20, 30. I, I didn't do Nick. You and I were both wrestlers. You know, if, if back in the day, if it was tournament time and I was eight pounds overweight, I put on the plastics. I went in the room. We, I mean, eight pounds. Come on. That's, that's it's child's not. play. But to keep it off, because as soon as we weighed in, we went and ate and drank a bunch of water. I had to do it the smart way. 
to, um, you know, to sustain myself. And um, so it, that was a, a, the, the biggest part was people that thought I couldn't, I think. And so for me, that's a huge one. Don't don't tell me I can't do something. So basically what you're saying is every person's got to be able to find what it is within themselves. It might be you got to you tell me I can't do it. I'm going to do it. Or it could be you're just doing it for someone else. Yeah, no, 100 percent, because like I know I have a, a buddy who who's training for an Ironman for his wife who's battling breast cancer. Um, and, and I get that. That's because she, she, we were buddies back in Texas and, um, she, he has done some other smaller distance triathlons and she wants to see the guy that announces everybody, Mike Riley. She wants to see Mike Riley call his name. And that's, that's kind of like, you know, Ironman other than doing it at Kona, which is Mecca for, for Ironman, um, having Mike Riley say, Terry Crosby, you are an Iron Man. That's, uh, you know, so she wants to see that, and he's he's work. You you got to find your thing. What's I? There's a, a very uh, famous speaker, Eric Thomas. What's your why? What is your why? I was just it could be you have a strong. Why. It could be little. You know, you just got to find your why, whatever that is. Terry, reading over your bio, it appears a lot of what you've done, and I don't even know if you realize this, involves working with other people's minds, whether you're a DJ and you're kind of controlling everyone's mood and thoughts, whether you're putting on certain type of music. Obviously, as a firefighter, you probably have had to talk some people off the ledge. Being a grandpa, a father, a husband, you've always got to play kind of mind games to make people feel more comfortable, whether your kids are going through issues or wife or, you know, you're moving around, doing things like that. Now, this is going to be a kind of a hard question. Any tips or tricks to help others help others? Great question. Yeah. You. Uh, you know what, for me, um, it's, I have a, a friend that, that uh, used to do a, uh, a thing where he was trying to get people to guess people's names. And he would say, think about it like, like writing for my son. And, I think if you can break things down to the simplest form, like when, when I would, when I was uh, helping out at camps and I was trying to get, you know, some kids would have a hitch or they would have something. If, if I can just, okay, I want you to, I, you know, if, if you can get them like in, remember in tin cup, when, when Cheech to, okay, take all the change out of your left pocket, put it in your right. And da, 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 and then he hits the first ball and he's like, because you're not thinking about the doctor lady. You're not thinking about the golf swing. You're thinking about how stupid you look. If you can get your own head out of the way, that's 90% of the deal right there. You know, like you, you, you were, you, when you were snapping Rubio, you were talking to the big, ugly, sweaty guy. You weren't thinking about snapping. Mm -hmm. You were thinking about talking to, you know, it, 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 you did it too. You just didn't know you were doing it. I agree. That's so good. That's awesome. TC, I love you, bro. You, we go back like old man's hairline. Obviously, in this group, hairlines are something that, uh, you know, a rare thing. <laughs> um, but question, how do you handle yeah, setbacks? Buddy. Whether it be family, home, um, you know, or simply dealing with people, how do you always seem to land on your feet? Like, I know you're big on your faith. Um, what, what is it that allows you to stand, get back up? 
Um, you know, that's that's a great question. And and if if I said that was the first time I had been asked that, Nick, it would be a complete fabrication because that's one thing that I think a lot of people have like maybe drawn from me is, you know, I've, I've gone through some crazy things in the last, you know, five or eight years. Um, and, you know, the, 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 there's two things. I think that the, like my life verse in the Bible talks about forgetting yesterday and pressing forward for what lies ahead. I, I haven't obtained it yet, but I keep pressing forward. And you know what? You can't change yesterday. You really can't. Yesterday's already happened. Um, and as, you know, as Rubio says often, everything happens for a reason. Okay. What do, what do I get to learn from that? And I think that, I think that, um, I think that there are significant life lessons missed when you don't suffer. I think suffering is really, really good for the soul. Um, there's an old, you know, church thing that says if uh, if the mountain wasn't steep, we couldn't climb it. So, I mean, you know, you look back on, you know, vacations where everything went sideways. What do you remember about the vacation? Not that you were sitting on Cabo, but the stuff that went sideways, the opportunities that you have to build. We just went, we went on a, a week-long camping trip up in Oregon with my wife's family. And our the, the motorhome, actually the one that I'm sitting in, we couldn't get the slide out. We worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. Okay, well, that's a first world problem. It's not, it's not something to ruin your week, you know? Hey, okay, the slide doesn't go out. And then one of the side-by-sides, a belt broke. All right, we fix it. But you know what we're not talking about? We're not talking about riding on the dunes and we're talking about all the goofy stuff that always happens when we go on vacation together that gives us an opportunity to pull together and, you know, <laughs> sit underneath the side-by-side in the middle of the sand dunes and fix a belt. Or, you know, I got to spend three hours with my two brother-in-laws working on another side-by-side. That's the stuff that you remember. And it's, it's all mindset. You know, you could, you could sit there and piss and moan about it, or you can suck it up, get fix things and move, build a bridge and get over it. I agree a thousand percent. I think TC, that's why you and I are so simpatico is that it's the, the whole mindset of, yeah, this kind of sucks, but it's going to be a hell of an experience. It is. Yeah. Do I want to be setting up cones and, and yelling at judge to set up banners at five in the morning in Vegas? No, but it's got to get done. So let's yeah. get it done and do it right the first time or else Rubio is going to point and yell at us and tell us to fix another banner. <laughs> I, I don't yell. I'm sorry. Loudly. <laughs> He protects. <laughs> All right, Terry, the world is pretty wild right now. I mean, everyone can agree on that. And it's gotten wild over the past, like, say, five, six years, whatever. Monahan, Monahan and I are going to give you the magic wand yet again. And you can do whatever you want with it, but it has to be about fixing the world. How are you doing it? Wow. Well, I'm going to send everything. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one. Um, you know what? I, I think that I would give if I could if my wand could do whatever my wand could do, and it's my wand, I'm gonna mm. give everybody compassion. Mm. I'm gonna give everybody perseverance, and I'm gonna give everybody grace. Because I think when we have grace, we can forgive better. Um, when we have passion, we can understand what the other person is going through. Um, 
And when we have perseverance, we can we can push through. And I think that those things are are lacking in today's selfish, self-centered, um, me first uh, society. And you know when we can we can look at the other person and take our our you know BS out of the way um, and go okay why is why is that person upset. And it might just be as simple as, hey, I had a flat tire this morning. Or it could be as, as complex as, you know what, man, my mom's dying of cancer. You know, there's there's a huge spectrum of things that we that people are dealing with. And when we just go, well, he's an idiot. He cut me off in traffic. Well, he might have just found out that his mom has cancer. Look at what, try to look at things through the other person's eyes and and give them a little bit of grace because you would want it if you were in their situation treat people how you want to be treated. Really. It comes down to that golden rule. So. Tara, that, that was a great, great point. Um, obviously people can email Rubio at the Rubio method.com. They're going to share this episode. What's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Would you say Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, if they, if someone has a question for you? Yeah. Twitter, um, T R Y C R Z B Facebook. I'm on that. I'm on the Facebook. I don't do a whole lot of stuff on the line. I don't have the the Insta the, what is it the Insta chat, Instagram, Instagram, Snap filter. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, I I uh, I have Twitter and I have Facebook because I'm 54 years old. I got you, Terry. Once again, thank you so much for coming out. We really really appreciate your time. Big T, let it rain. Military families often sacrifice precious time away from loved ones while serving our country. We were worried that with him leaving, that she would lose those connections with her dad. Some of life's best moments happen between parents, children, and the pages of a good book. United Through Reading provides that connection. And now, United Through Reading is also available to veterans. Learn more about United Through Reading at unitedthroughreading.org. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Let 211 be your guiding light for help with food, health care, and other resources. 211, how can I help you? Call 211 or visit 211.org. 2-1-1, get connected, get help. Focus. Focus up. Talking to you, Bill, out in Florida. What's going on, my man? Hopefully you got back in from the ocean swimming. Monahan, how great is Crosby? I mean, we've known him for a long, long time combined, probably 25 years, but that dude is just real. JTC, me and him shared a hotel room in Tampa one time, and it was the best three or four days of my life. He's incredible. Yeah, and like I said, he's just one of those guys. He's done so much. He's a renaissance man. But I'm telling you, he is the friend of a friend of a friend. You could call him anytime, anywhere. I mean, I remember one time there was something going on in Atlanta where they had some uh, a natural disaster of some sort, and they didn't have a Home Depot around that area. He was driving products from, like, Houston to Atlanta for a friend. I'm like, my gosh, okay, this guy, he's a go-getter. All right. Let's talk about the bottom line. The bottom line segment is stuff that you should have learned without even realizing that you learned. All right, number one, you have the strength inside of you and you need to find it. Terry had a great example of that with the Iron Man. The dude started doing Iron Man in his 40s, 
when he was about 240, 245 pounds, he had to find it within himself. You have the strength inside of you and you need to find it. Sometimes that you can be where you need to find the strength through someone else and that can help. Number two, you can only control what you can control. Monan, did you not talk about this in your fantastic minute? Yes. Find those things that you can control. It'll make your help your mental health out so much, man. Find those things, baby. And the third and final bottom line thing you should have learned. Helping others will always help you as well. Sometimes even more. My hand has said this numerous times and it's weird how it just keeps kind of coming up with our guests, but sometimes just helping others makes you feel better. Would you agree, my hand? I know you do. I would agree 100%. Like is like the working out that endorphin kicks up when you give and you help others and you just feel better about yourself. Fantastic, Monahan. We just did it again. Wrapped up episode 11 with the great Terry Crosby. Monahan, you were fantastic. I thought I did very well. If I don't pat myself on the back. Um, keep sharing on ngbn.tv, Spotify, Google, and Amazon podcast. Make sure you subscribe. And if you have any questions, email Rubio at the Rubio method.com. Big T, let it rain.